This is Talking to the Dead with Janet Kubik. Final episode of season two. Hello, Janet Kubik. <laughs> Hello, Joe Oliva. We made, two, it the, we, we made it to the end of season two. Look at us. Yeah. Congratulations to us. We did good. Yes. <laughs> well, at least we think we did good. We have no idea what anybody else thinks, but well, that's... Who, who knows? Right. So and just really, so people... it only matters what we think, too. Isn't that what I was going to say Cleopatra, but I think it was Elizabeth Taylor last week who said that, that we really only should be worried about what we think. So at least we're following the um, wisdom and guidance and advice of spirit. Yes, absolutely. So we are going to be taking a little break after this. Not sure um, how long of a break. We do say season, but it's not like a TV show where it it's airs in September of every year. We'll probably just take a couple months off for the summer. We have other things to be working on. And probably at some point in the next few months, we will make a big comeback for what we'll call season three. Correct? Sounds good. <laughs> okay. So... I have an idea for today's show, um, and I've always thought that we keep channeling famous people, and so we have channeled uh, Whitney Houston, Robin Williams, Audrey Hepburn, George Carlin, Patrick Swayze, that was sort of season one, there were a few others. Season two, we had Mary Magdalene, Charlie Chaplin, Socrates, Corey Haim, Cleopatra, Mother Teresa, Stephen Hawking, Liz Taylor. Wouldn't that be a great party? Wow. When you, when you put it like that, it's quite the list. That's quite the list. It is. But I said to you, I think once before, a few times before, that um, the people who weren't celebrities here still have a lot of information and knowledge and support to offer us here on Earth. So I thought maybe we would channel today someone who wasn't a celebrity in the minds of many but was a celebrity in your mind and today I would like to ask you to summon Helen Fettis. Oh <laughs> my goodness. The amount so, of joy that just like rushed <laughs> through my body. You should explain who Helen Fettis is. I need to explain who Helen Fettis is. Helen Fettis is my grandmother. Um, and I just adored her. And you're going to have to forgive me because I'm already welling with tears. Um, what a beautiful surprise, Joe, for you to gift me with today. Um, my grandma was an incredible woman. Um, she is my mom's mom. Um, she was married to my grandfather, Don, who is equally incredible um, for many, many, many years. I think it was over 50 or 60. Um, please forgive me for not knowing that off the top of my head. Um, but she, from the beginning of this process for me, she was already passed when all of this craziness really started to make sense to me that this was sort of what was happening. And I'm sort of spinning as we're talking now. So I'm trying to maintain my composure. Um, so I felt from the very, very beginning that she was with me and helping me through this. And again, you and I talk about this all the time, the way that things line up when we start to pay attention 
and become observant about our situations and our circumstances. I literally just a few days ago revisited some of the very, very first messages I received through the process of automatic writing. So where I was actually writing in my journal about all my frustrations with the world and my experiences at the time and spirits started to speak to me through my own writing. And the amazing part of that is that one of the very first people that I remember or that I, that I did, cause I just read the other day received or wrote a message from was my grandma. Um, and I right. hadn't revisited those messages in a really long time. And so again, here we are, Synchronicity City, um, <laughs> where I literally just came across that the other day. And here you are asking me about her now. Yes. Yeah, so I remember at one point in time, we had a little section on her because she was sending you so many messages that we had a little <laughs> section on your website that said Helen Fetta says. And then you explained on the website, I'm looking at the page now, there's an archive of it. It's, uh, this is a message by... Uh, this is a message from my amazing grandmother, Helen Fettis. For those who knew her, there would be no surprise given her sense of humor that it be entitled Helen Fettis Says. Thanks to Grandma for this simply stated and extremely important message from the other side. So um, I thought, well, why not just bring her forward? She's a celebrity <laughs> in your mind, right? <laughs> she, she absolutely is. And it's funny, too, because... Um, I grew up in the world of the performing arts, right? So I was always in some dance recital or some, you know, community play or, you know, even was blessed to, um, to grace some pretty amazing stages um, in the big cities and those sorts of things. And um, she was always there and was always a big um, supporter and fan of um, that work. And uh, so she she was sort of connected to that idea of celebrity at the times in my life where I had sort of the most celebrity um, for the work that I was doing. She was always there being my number one cheerleader. Um, so that's sort of another connection, I guess, for her in regards to celebrity. Um, and again, too, just again, another coincidence was having a conversation with my mom about her and actually about that message that you're referring to right now. Um, grandma came forward that day um, and it was a very interesting experience for me because it was um, a different experience than I'd had before. Um, so you've all seen or heard where I sort of connect in and allow the person to speak through me and I actually use their words and just literally let them let them speak um, and then sort of sometimes go in and out and, and kind of hear what they're saying and share what they're saying and all of these different things. Um, then sometimes you interject and ask questions and, and the way spirit comes forward, it comes forward in so many different ways. Um, and that particular day, she came forward and it sort of informed me that the message she was going to send or was going to be giving was almost like what she wanted to refer to as like a little handbook. So she showed me it was going to be like a little, almost like a little tutorial, like a little booklet that people could carry around with them <laughs> um, of information that she felt was really important. Um, and that would be really, really helpful to people who are here living in the human experience. Um, and as I'm saying that, I am getting distracted. Um, she's, 
sorry, give me a moment. That's, that's an emotional moment. She says, little did we know, oh no, here we go. Little did we know it was only the beginning. Wow, that's really sweet. Um, so as grandma brought forward this information, I knew it was her, but she was almost speaking in this way as if she was giving like a lesson or a lecture um, about this topic. And the topic that she was referring to was um, ego and higher self and understanding the two and how that's sort of a key element in, in this whole journey. Um, and then, sorry, again, very distracted. I'm gonna keep, keep trying to move forward. Um, and then she also did something that was a little different than I had encountered before where she, in her sort of tutorial, was making references to other channeled messages that I had previously received. So if you get the opportunity to read through the message, um, and actually her message will be included in the book that I'm currently writing um, about my experiences. <laughs> now <laughs> it sounds again, like you, we just did this to promote your book. We didn't, book's not oh, finished yeah. yet even. Yeah. No, it's nowhere close to being finished. So no, no, I mean, and trust me, I've been writing books for five years. So no, no, yeah. no, it's certainly not the case. But um, in, I, I am, including it so far in this draft of this new book that I am working on now. And um, I've told, again, I've totally lost my train of thought. This one's a hard one for me to stay focused. Do you want me to read this message in or not? Um, it's pretty lengthy, but I, oh, well, I think what I was referring to, and I'll go back to, back to it while I can sort of stay on track with it, is that she was incorporating messages that I had channeled before. So it was really interesting. And, and, in the written version of it, um, I indicate, like I make it very clear that these are the messages then that grandma had me, you know, re-look re up, that's not even a word, but look up um, in my notes and then include in the message. And so it was this sort of like hybrid of her talking at the time and sharing her information, but also using examples from other channeled messages, which hadn't come from her, all to create this sort of little neatly packaged um, handbook, I guess, on right. how to live an easier ride. Because as she says in the message, living in fear sucks. And um, fear is something that we deal with here in the human experience. It's just a, an, an inevitable part of the experience. But she really felt that if um, we could learn more about both our ego and our higher self, so two components of what makes us human beings, um, that that would be a way for us to sort of manage that fear energy um, a whole lot better. Okay, so maybe I'll just read the first, I know there, there's, it's more to it, but I just want to read the first part in okay. so that people have a better understanding because what you're saying is referring to this. In order to change the way we live for an easier ride in this experience we call life, we need to learn these three key things. Number one, our ego and our higher self are two different things with two different agendas. Think little devil and little angel sitting on your shoulders chirping in your ears. Number two, the voice of the ego is very convincing, but ultimately does not reflect what is in your true highest good. Number three, you have the choice which voice to listen to. 
So in regards to number one, how can we differentiate between them? Fear. If what you feel when you listen to the voice advice is connected in any way to fear, you are being misled by your ego. Fear is the weapon of choice in keeping us down as a species. It was created as an intended means of support for the need for survival in this three-dimensional mortal world. And when serving its intended purpose is a powerful tool, but when misused to create a sense of fear that isn't literal or in the present, it acts as a weapon of mass destruction, keeping us all down. Be honest with yourself, regardless of what the voice of the little devil says, and come to realize that fear doesn't keep you safe, it keeps you down. She's so wise. <laughs> um, and she'd love to hear me say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I have learned so many things, so, so many things about life um, from another perspective in more depth um, with greater clarity, however you want to say it. And I think this is really such a foundational element of this experience that is so helpful to us all. Um, we as a species, as an existence, we've been through a lot and my understanding through my communications with the, the spiritual realm is that there is purpose. There is great purpose in all that we've endured, that humanity has endured, that this existence has endured. But it's been very taxing and it has been very challenging. And in that, there is a lot of fear. And again, for very good reason, we've been through a lot. But the more that we can reacquaint ourselves with what makes us human, you know, we are a mind, an ego, we are a spirit and soul, and we are a physical body. And if we can take a moment and start to reacquaint ourselves with all of those three things and understand how they work how they play off each other, how interconnected and intertwined they are, how one supports the other. Um, this is where we're going to find the information and the support that we need to help us have an easier ride and to help to make things a little easier to manage being here in this pretty challenging existence. Um, so she's so wise in that. I love how she sort of pretty clearly and plainly or simply explains, you know, some of the messages I've channeled on ego go on for pages and they're very right. in depth and, you know, drawn out and there's so much to it and, and same with the higher self and the, and all of these things. But I love how she has, um, she's made it so simple. And that was one of the things she always used to say is kiss, keep it simple, stupid or silly. And I think we might've referenced that before as some other time yeah, we did, yeah. on the podcast. Um, but it's about finding that sort of simplicity in it all, because, you know, as you start to unravel things, it can become overwhelming. There's so much to learn. There's so much information. And the more we can just kind of keep it simple and simplify it so that we can understand it and resonate with it, the better. And that was part of grandma's message, not just in, you know, how she was explaining the ego and how she was explaining the higher self, but in that whole idea of keep it lighthearted, 
she had a great sense of humor. She has, continues to have a great sense of humor. Um, so keep it lighthearted and keep it simple. And that's what's really going to help, help us. Yeah. <laughs> so normally I, when it's a celebrity, I would ask like Cleopatra or Elizabeth Taylor them to come forward. Is she coming forward or are you just sort of reminiscing? <laughs> yeah, well, she, she popped in for a moment there um, at the beginning of our conversation. And then she sort of just kind of stepped over to the side. Um, how long ago Again, did she pass away? About? Oh, goodness, 11 or 12 years now at this okay. point. Um, it's, it's also different for me because it is so personal. Um, right. And, you know, I'm, I feel so incredibly blessed because I have heard so many mediums say in past, like in interviews and things like that, that they're not able to connect with their own loved ones. Oh, really? I have heard that said wow. and that, yeah, that it, it wasn't about connecting so much for themselves as it was for other people. And I don't know if that's the same experience for, for all mediums and channels and, you know, intuitives, but for me, it's been very much different. Um, the majority of messages I would say that I receive apply to me or in some way speak to me and my experience. Um, and also, I have had, again, the blessing of being able to communicate with my loved ones. And, you know, not just once or twice or, you know, three times, but I've, I've had my loved ones with me through this whole journey. Um, and they come in and out and they're there and they're sharing and they're, you know, supporting. And um, so, again, not sure if that's the way things normally go. <laughs> I don't even know what normal is when it comes to all of this, right. but for me, <laughs> right? yeah. but for me um, that's been a huge blessing. And I'm super thankful too, to all of my loved ones on the other side who are making that effort to support me. Um, I would like to see if she does have something to say. I think part of my hesitation is that uh, it might be something very personal <laughs> and I'm not sure that this is the platform, not because I'm not willing to share my personal life. I've done that, you know, more than once well, on this platform, but I want to make sure that it's something that uh, feels applicable to, to everyone. Well, I know the guy that edits these, so uh, we can always <laughs> cut, it, cut it out. <laughs> too true. Too for a true. small fee. For a small fee. He'll for a small fee. <laughs> right. Anything for a small fee. <laughs> um, okay. So just let me see. Tell her if she comes forward, her opening act was Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's funny because I can see her. I can see her and I can actually see her reaction to that. Um, as opposed to hearing it, I'm, I'm kind of seeing it. Um, I'm seeing a, a memory of her. Um, I'm not sure why she's specifically calling my attention to it. She's, she's showing me a time where I was visiting with her. I was, I was older um, and she used to have this sort of, um, <laughs> she's kind of laughing, like her version of a chaise lounge. So it's not one of those like, you know, like curvy ones where you sit on it, you prop your legs up and, you know, you look all fancy. Um, but it was a long, it was like this cool piece of furniture. She had a couch 
like a chair, but then with this extended piece and it was like a chaise lounge and she was sitting on it. And my grandmother's feet and now my feet do a similar thing when she was talking and I'm doing it with my hands. So those who are watching on the video can kind of see, but they used to sort of rotate around when she was relaxed and talking and just enjoying a conversation. And so they used just to just, Sorry to describe it. You're rotating at the ankles, basically. Yeah, like basically at the ankles, just sort of rotating the feet around. And it was just something she would do if, she, again, if she was just sitting having a conversation or engaged in what you were saying. And funny thing is, is that now I do it. And I always feel as though it's her energy that's showing up to let me know that she's there when I'm finding myself doing that with my feet. And this is part of the um, image and memory because this is actually a memory, not just an image, you know, that I see when spirit shows me stuff. This is actually one of my own memories that she's calling forward. And I'm just going to see what she has to say. She says that she always enjoyed um, listening to me talk. <laughs> well, that's a nice thing for a grandma to say on a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she says she's really glad that um, I'm allowing myself to um, step out and, and talk and, and be heard. Cause she said there's, she says there's a lot of other people that will enjoy listening in the same way that she did. Okay. Um, and she says that, um, remember we always learn not from necessarily or always those who came before us, but also those in our families that come after. And she's sort of, it's some, sort of like she's saying, you know, that she learned from some of the things that I said. And she says, sometimes we, we forget and we place too much importance on the old folk. Oh, that's so her. She would totally say that. Old um, folk? On the old folks. Yeah, like she's got this great sense of humor. Like on the old folks. And we don't um, pay enough attention to what the younger, the younger generations are doing or saying. So she says that's her piece of advice today, her wisdom. Okay. She's bringing forward some wisdom for today. And that's it. And that we, we don't need to always look to the old folks to get all the answers because yes, they lived here before and they've been there longer or she says we've been there longer, but the world is also changing and it's changing really fast right now, especially changing really, really fast. And so the people coming in with their new ideas coming in, she sort of means like into the experience, like being born, coming to live here. Um, they're coming in with a lot of information already in them or with them. They're bringing a lot with them. Okay. So it's right. important. Yes. To honor and respect and value the older generation. Absolutely. But don't forget or don't negate the fact or neglect the fact that the young people have a lot to bring. It's almost like to the table and <laughs> I was wondering if she meant to the table and she just showed me her, her 
dining room table. So <laughs> I think that's what she meant to say. Um, oh, and then she says, so proud of you, kiddo. So I'm going to say, thanks, Grandma. How do you know she wasn't talking to me? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I've, been, I've been called kiddo many, many times before by, uh, by my grandparents. So I'm pretty sure that one was for me. Excellent. <laughs> I do feel like she has stepped, stepped back for now. Okay. Well, I just thought it might be nice to end the season with something a little more personal for you. And, um, you know, all these uh, other big name celebrities, why not bring someone who you knew, right, in, <laughs> in flesh and blood? Absolutely. And I'm so um, grateful to you, Joe, for uh, that opportunity. So thank you. Okay. I think we're going to keep this uh, short and sweet, as you like to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so thank you, Janet, for a fun season. And thank Myrtle and all of the other uh, people that have come forward, some celebrities, some not. Um, that was a lot of fun. And thanks to all of the, the new listeners. Keep sharing. Keep uh, spreading the podcast or YouTube show around. And um, make sure you sign up for Janet's email list at JanetCubic.com. J-A-N-E-T-K-U-B-I-K.com. And we'll see you soon. Thank you all so much and huge hugs.